I'm now delighted to be joined by the magnet, Tim Pusey. How are you, Tim? Oh, sensational yourself. Yeah, not too bad. And, you know, what's the current COVID situation like for you in Western Australia? Um, it's been really good. We had a couple of hiccups at the start of this year with actually having a lockdown and having to wear masks and everything. But previously, it's been pretty normal. We've been very lucky. Hmm. I mean, that's a relief. In terms of the, the pandemic and not being able to, to travel around the country and stuff, how's that affected darts for you? Uh, well, there wasn't any darts at the end of last year, but this year they've started up like bubbles in each state, so we're still getting to play darts without having to travel, so it's really good. And did you play much of the online stuff? No, I, I struggled with that, actually. <laughs> So I only played one or two events and, yeah, kind of just left it alone. And what was it that you were struggling with? Did you just not enjoy the feel of it and stuff? I don't know if it wasn't like a combination of not playing because of COVID and just, I don't know, just playing, I don't know, like a, like a different atmosphere. So I guess I didn't get into it so you didn't focus as much. So I found that hard to concentrate. And I think one of the other things I think people have struggled with as well, darts is a very social thing. And it's not quite the same playing on your own at home. <laughs> no, it's not. I and mean, you kind of, yeah, lose interest a bit. And, I mean, in terms of you personally, how has the, the pandemic affected you in terms of your working and so on? Like? Uh, well, I actually work at a hospital, so it's been business as usual. <laughs> We've, yeah, not, not much has changed. Still going to work every day. and Yeah, so that's the same. I mean, what's that been like, you know, working in the hospital and stuff? Has it been noticeably more busy where you are? Uh, no, because they, I work in theatre at Royal Perth and they um, were cutting all the electives and stuff, so they're only doing, like, urgent cases. So hmm. it's slowed down a bit. But now that we've kind of back to normal-ish, it's been quite busy, but it's just like a normal, like before COVID, it's just back to there. And when you got back to playing, you know, the first in-person competition after however long off, what was that like for you? Oh, a lot of excitement. I, I wasn't even nervous. I just really wanted to play. And I think I've, my mindset was different because before it was darts, darts, darts. And I'd done well in my first year and I just wanted to improve on that. Where this year was kind of just like I wanted to play darts and then I got results. <laughs> Um, and do you feel that's actually helped you in a sense then that you don't feel there's any pressure on you because you're just trying to have you know a bit of fun and make up for not seeing people and stuff? Uh, I did for the first couple of events, but I think when we've played a few now, it's more I want to keep winning, and then it's the pressure's starting to build mm. where you want to keep getting results. And I mean, before we talk about you know the success that you have had this year, I wanted to ask how did you first get introduced to to darts? Uh, I used to play 10 bit bowling and the season was hadn't started yet and my dad was like, oh, we're short a player. Do you mind coming and filling in? And I was like, oh, sure. And then I played it and really enjoyed it. I think there was only three or four games left of the year. And then one of the other teams seen me play and I was pretty good for someone who's just picked up a set of darts. And they broke me into playing for their team the following year. And yeah, just have a look back from there. So then what was the progression from, you know, playing in, you know, a local team and then moving on to the, the DPA tour a couple of years ago? Um, well, I got recruited into like an A reserve team. We played in that. I played in, then the following year went to A grade. 
then they were short in we run like a little Premier League in Fremantle. So they drafted me to that. And that's where I first met Damon Hedder. And then, yeah, we started playing in his team. And then I met my uh, David Bickley, who helped sponsor me to play in the DPA for in 2018. And then, yeah, it kind of just took off from there. Because hmm. I was just showing results. <laughs> so, I mean, playing alongside Damon to see how well, you know, he's done, you know, winning the World Series event, but then coming over to the UK, getting a tour card and smashing it on the Pro Tour, that must be, you know, great for you because, you know, you know him as a friend, but also an inspiration to you as well that he's gone and done that. Yeah, it was, it was quite odd when I first started playing with him. He was... He wasn't that fussed, like he just come and played his one night a week and that was it. And then like, I think he played with us because I played in the DPA and then we had like our championships and he come and played in the team with that. And then he decided to do his year and everything and lifted it off and now he's had amazing success and I'm like, don't see why I can't do the same. And I mean, what's the scene like for darts in Western Australia? Because I know there is some sense that, in a way, you guys are a little bit cut off from everybody on the East Coast. I'm not sure if it's... Like, we have lots of good players, but they're quite scattered. So it's hard to get us all into one area. But we've got a pretty good comp that keeps us honest most of the time. But then, again, if you compare it to the rest of Australia, I'm not sure if it's just harder here, I feel, because you know the players when Mm. you travel... You know what I mean? You don't see them as much, so you have more success against them. So you're more confident, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that does make sense. And, you know, 2018 was a great year for you. You got to a number of, you know, semi-finals, finals. You're always there or thereabout. Were you feeling particularly confident going into those events in 2018? And had you changed anything with your game going in? Uh, no, because I hadn't really played anything major. I think I tried in 2017, I traveled once or twice and then played in like the, uh, what is it, the DA championships, which is like your your video stuff. I don't know. I just feel like when I went in, I was just there to play darts, you know. I've been given this opportunity. Someone's backed me to go and play and I just went and played darts. Like it was very stress-free and yeah, I just wanted to do well and not let down the guys back at me, you know. And you won your first EPA event in 2018 after, you know, getting to the semis and the final a couple of times. That must have been a nice feeling to, to finally actually get over the line and win it. Yeah, I struggled for a very long time. I think it was like 10 or 12 finals I'd lost. Not even just like in the DPA, just any event. I was get, getting there and then not being able to cross the line. I think that was after the World Series and everything. It was at the end of the year. And it was in Brisbane, it was, yeah, uh, felt like the way the world was lifted off my shoulders and winning become easy, you know what I mean? Yeah, and after losing so many of finals, did that affect you mentally when you were going into finals? Were there any sort of nagging doubts for you? Yeah, I think there was a bit of like banter with the other guys because we play with the same group every month at each event and there was a lot of talk of you know I'm gonna another final loss or should be chalking or something like that (laughs) you know (laughs) so yeah it it did play a big part and sometimes you felt like you couldn't do it you know like you talk yourself out of it but then I think towards the end I just went up there and I was like I'm just gonna play darts and it went in (laughs) And, and then just need to carry that mindset over to all my games 
I mean, you mentioned the World Series there. I think going into those events in 2018, you were actually number one in the, the DPA rankings and you got to play Gary Anderson, Michael Smith and Rob Cross. And while you lost all three of those games, what was that experience like for you? Oh, it's phenomenal. I love it. I think the problem in Auckland when I played Gary Anderson is I went up there to try and do my best and I was playing really well and I just didn't plan to actually win. So when I got to a peg, I think I kind of just was, yeah, flustered. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And then I think you've seen I missed a lot of doubles. <laughs> and it was... <laughs> Yeah, so I, yeah, and then I tried to plan better for the next events, but obviously the results didn't come up the same. But definitely I would, yeah, oh, as soon as playing them, I was like, I just want to do this all the time. That's hmm. the best experience. And I mean, that's a massive crowd, I imagine, compared to what you've, you'd ever played in before. So that was obviously something you had yeah. to adjust to as well. Going from like 100 people to, I think it was three and a half or 4,000 people. It was crazy. <laughs> Never been so nervous in my life. That walk, the walk-on was the hardest part, I think. But once I got on stage and started playing darts, it calmed me down a lot. But the initial walk-out was, yeah, more nerve-wracking. Uh, was that you just were worried that you were going to fall over or do something wrong? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Spill the water jug or something. <laughs> Uh. Or, or walk up to have my shot and it's not my turn or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, in Auckland, Gary was like, oh, the board's crooked or whatever. And I was like, oh, is it? I don't know. I would have just played on it. It's like, nah, nah, they'll get it turned. And then they started turning the board. <laughs> I was like, all right. And then it looked like I asked them to change, turn the board. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know. I was too just, yeah, <laughs> worried about keeping one foot in front of the other. Later that year, you, you played in the Oceanic Masters and you got to the final, played James Bailey. You had match starts to win and you missed those and he obviously ended up winning and playing at the World Championship. How hard was that defeat to take for you? Oh, it's gutted. I don't, I don't think I um, left tops for my next 100 games. <laughs> I just, yeah, I think it rattled me a lot. I, it kind of just ruined the whole year almost. Like it was just everything was going, I was getting everything, and then, yeah, stopped me in my tracks. And then going into 2019, I had a, quite a bad year, I think. There was nothing was going right. So did it take a while so it, to get over that disappointment? Yeah, I think it just shattered my confidence a lot. And oh, I don't even know, I can't put it into words. <laughs> it just, yeah, I think because that's the pinnacle, isn't it? That's what you want to do. And it was right there and you missed it hmm. then you got to start again you're at the top of the mountain you fell well i suppose that's the challenge as well being in australia you only get kind of a narrow window to, to get those opportunities that's either you know topping the rankings winning through at the oceanic masters or the world series to to see one of those slip away from you you know it's going to be a year until you're going to get one of those opportunities again and then you got it yeah back to the drawing board start again and yeah I think, especially coming in new, like going in with zero expectations, to then going, oh, I'm going to do this, and then realising that, no, you're not doing this, and then you kind of doubt yourself and your ability, and you just got to get back on the horse, I suppose. And you said 2019 was, you know, not as strong for 2018 for you, but you did get to play in the World Series again, and you got to uh, the small, small thing of playing Michael Van Gerwen. 
I did, yeah. I that was an interesting event. We uh, were in, in the back in the practice room and we were throwing away, throwing away when they were ready to do the bull shot, and uh, then the. They noticed I had the wrong shirt on or had too many sponsors or there was something wrong with my shirt. So just we just done the bull shot. So we're going to be on in like five, ten minutes. I'm running around trying to find something to play in. <laughs> so I was, yeah. So as much as I was like really wanting to play Michael, I just, yeah, head was somewhere else <laughs> trying to organize an, a, a shirt <laughs> to wear. So that was quite funny. And then uh, when we're up actually playing him, I think I, I had 76 left or something, 56, I think. And I missed the big 16 and put it off the board. No, yeah, 76, I went 20 off the board. And he, he had a bit of a giggle at me for that. <laughs> Not giving myself a shot at, the, at a double. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was quite fun. You're sitting there trying to play, well, uh, yeah, one of the best players in the world. <laughs> You're wearing just a, a plain grey shirt, putting darts off the board. <laughs> so, it was, yeah, it was a bit of a laugh. But it's a great experience playing him. I mean, where did you get the shirt from then? I, I borrowed it from James Bailey. <laughs> 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 he was just sitting there after his game. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he ripped his off and I gave him mine. <laughs> so he's walking around with a magnet shirt on. <laughs> Your nickname, the Magnet. Is there a story there? Uh, not, not really. We, I was going into the 2019 World Series, and I, I didn't have a nickname in the first one. I think they tried to give me the orderly or something because I didn't have a shirt design either, and someone just whipped me up one and just happened to have an orderly guy on the back because that's what I do for work. And then, um, yeah, the boys were talking. Mickey Brock and a couple of the WA guys. Well, I will, with my last name, <laughs> looks like something else. And they were like, oh, yeah, the PC Magnet, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, nah, there wasn't, it didn't really develop until they were, I needed a nickname. So, yeah. And then, yeah, kind of just stuck. I mean, I've already, you know, we've already spoken about Damon Hetter, but to see, you know, Simon Whitlock over here, you know, Kyle Anderson, I know he's come back to Australia now, but obviously he had the success over here. And obviously now Gordon Mathers as well. Is seeing those guys doing well a source of encouragement for you? Yeah, a lot. Like, played against them a lot. Oh, I haven't played Whitlock and Kyle, but uh, Damon and Gordon. It's just like, you see them guys, you play, you play against them, you beat them, they beat you like it's close, and you're like, they've just gone over there and they've just lifted. I watched from like when they first went over there to what they're doing now. It's crazy. And it just gives you confidence. Like, I want to go over there before I was kind of arming and ahhing if I wanted to do it you know with COVID and everything but I don't know I think why would you want to work when you can play darts every day for a living so coming over to the UK and doing Q school and all of that is something you want to do in the future yeah yeah definitely well depending on how this year goes and if everything goes to plan we might be holding some tournaments to qualify for Ali Pally so if I do well there, then there's no reason I can't see to stay to Q school, depending on results. Like, if I go there and it's no good, then I'll probably just head home and then save up and work towards next year, just to, like, give it a better crack, you know, not half-fast it, you know? And this year, you've already picked up 
you know, three notable titles. I know you won the, the West Coast Classic, which is a, a DA event, and then you've won two of the satellite tour events as well. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what's going on there, like, because I haven't put much work in, like, practice-wise, and I've just come in and I, I'm not sure if just the different headspace is making me more consistent than everybody else, and that's where I'm winning, because they're not playing as well as they usually do with COVID and everything. They might not be playing, not playing other events, just a lot of different combinations of things, or I'm just more confident and hungry and want to win mm. compared to other years. And with the satellite approach, obviously you're broken down by state. Do you think that's going to be good prep when you get to you know the end of the year and the, the finals when you're all playing together if you've only been playing you know a set group of people? Definitely winning will boost your confidence regardless of who you're playing, I believe. Because you know you can win, like regardless of what's happening. You can only beat who's in front of you. You can go and play the best players in the world if they have an off game, you know. You still have to win. But I think it will be harder because our turnout hasn't been that great in WA. And I've been keeping an eye on all the other states and they've been playing some nice starts. Just, yeah, no, I think it's you just got to take one game at a time. So as long as I prepare well, it doesn't matter who you're playing. And in terms of your darts themselves, what setup are you currently using? I Using some 23 grams, I don't know what brands. I picked them up <laughs> out of a cupboard at a local pub somewhere. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, they're probably 22 grams now. They're a bit worn down. <laughs> um, I usually use uh, the Cosmo Fit Flights. But I've, with COVID and everything, I'm waiting for my parcel to come. So I've been just using some standard, like, 37mm stems with some ruthless flights. Okay. Just, sta- just standard. They se- seem to be going all right. <laughs> well, I mean, if I could p- pick a set of darts out of a cupboard and start winning, you know, state state titles, I'd be quite impressed with that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's easy. Well, it happened um, at the end of last year because we had no events on. We just, WA threw on a cash-in, cash-out comp at the uh, local like Belmont Rec where we run all our WA events from. And I think there was like 30 or 40-odd players. We got in there, I played my first game in the knockout. I broke my stem. I didn't have any to replace it. So I ended up just borrowing someone else's darts. Ended up winning the day. <laughs> it was quite fun. <laughs> Thank you, Brad Austin, for your darts, mate. <laughs> Oh, that's tremendous. And I mean, looking ahead, what are your goals for this year in terms of darts? Is it qualifying for the, the PDC Worlds at the end of the year? Yeah, that's the only goal at the minute. And depending on what happens between now and then is if I'll stay for Q school. If not, the goal I'm just setting is to go play Worlds and then go from there and then set more goals and try and achieve them for next year, which would be getting over there and trying to set up and get a well awesome thank you very much for your time today tim i really appreciate it and if you're if you're playing the way you are playing with random sets of darts here and there i think you can have a very successful year so cheers thank you so much thanks for having me i'll try to keep up with peter right maybe no <laughs> i hope you enjoyed that chat with tim i thought it was tremendously enjoyable and a good laugh as well 
One thing he wanted to mention, but forgot to during the interview, was to give a shout out to a friend of his, Greg Walsh. Uh, When Tim was having some hard times at the end of 2018, Greg picked him up and asked him to play in The Misfits, which Tim's been doing from 2019 onwards, and it's been a massive help. So Tim just wanted to give a shout out to his mate, Greg. I hope you've enjoyed the show, as I said. And as always, if you have the time and you've enjoyed what I've done, give us a follow on Podbean or, you know, subscribe. Rate, review the show on Apple Podcasts.